0: What other advice do you have for uh, Latino professionals or anyone who feels that maybe they don't fit into the traditional career mold, right?
1: I have a lot lot to say about that. And and the main thing is, don't ask for advice to Hispanics that haven't done Mm. it. Because we all made that.
0: Welcome, Bienvenido to Mass Impact Podcast, where we uncover stories of empowerment, innovation, and diversity in the world of tech and business. I'm your host, Monica Hernandez, Latina software engineer turned founder, CEO, and philanthropist. I'm here to share my journey and amplify the voices of trailblazing leaders from diverse backgrounds who are driving meaningful change. Get ready to be inspired, educated, and empowered. Together, let's make mass impact, starting now. Hi, everyone. Today, we have a very, very special guest, Sara, from my home city, Medellin, Colombia, now at NASA. So, Sara and I met because we were both very fortunate to be recognized at the same time by Universidad Eafit, Eafit University, which is where I had the fortune to graduate uh, as a software engineer. And they had this uh, recognition called Inspiring Alumni. And we met and then we stayed in touch. And then Sara reached out to me to say, hey, let's work together to figure out ways to impact our home country, Colombia. So, since then we've been in touch and I thought it would be great to learn more about her journey and inspire others to achieve all the amazing things that she's done. So, Sara, bienvenida. Welcome to our Mass Impact Podcast. Hi, Monica. How are you? Thanks. Happy to be here. Awesome. So, let's start with your journey. So, we don't really often see Latinos or even women at NASA. So, could you please, por favor... Share more about your personal journey. How do you go from Medellin, Colombia to Alabama and how you became a NASA uh, engineer? Well, it's a long story, uh, but I can
1: make it very short. Um, I never really imagined that I was going to be working at NASA when I was uh, doing my undergrad in Colombia at Aafid University in mechanical engineering. I never really... um, imagine or dreamt about working at nasa right and also i think i i never had in my mind that i was going to leave the country so i never put a lot of uh, effort on learning a good english Ugh. so everything was a surprise for me <laughs> <laughs> So then I graduated and I had the opportunity to uh come to US and and, and and stay here with my boyfriend and and I said, well, I really need to learn English and my biggest goal was I'm gonna be an engineer here. I wanna mm-hmm. make sure that I can uh validate my, my undergrad degree here in the U S uh-huh. so I started learning English while working at the same time. It was very hard, uh, cause we didn't have a lot of money. And right. I remember I had to be at work at eight, 8 AM and, and, and I used to study English at 5 AM. So I was waking up wow. very early to study English, then going, uh, to work. And that's how, that's how I learned English, like summarizing the idea. (laughs) And then when I was feeling better with my English, I said, okay, so it's time for me to quit my job and my husband was fully supportive of that. And, and, and I, I was dedicated like for, for, for months only to study, uh, those exams to pass the university. So uh-huh. I found out a way to validate my studies and and, and and enroll to a university in Miami to do um, my master's degree. So I decided for that for those exams. I I passed those exams and 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 was able to join the university. And
0: Incredible!
1: Yeah, that helped me a lot with my English as well. And then I started doing research in this university. Yeah. And then that helped me a lot to grow and to start dreaming bigger. Nice. So when when I graduated from this university, I was ready to go to the moon. In the world. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's how
0: everything I started. Nice. How do you go from being, you know... Uh, finishing that master's degree in Miami to become a NASA engineer. How did that happen? Okay, so um, I did research in my
1: university in tribology. Tribology is the study of friction, lubrication, and wear. So everything that has those surfaces that are roaming against each other, that's a tribological uh, system, right? So I was okay. doing research in tribology while doing my, my classes. And then I graduated, I finished my classes, and I got hired by the university as a researcher, and and also I was teaching classes to undergrads. Nice. So I was in that process where I didn't have to go to class anymore, but I was teaching and I was being a researcher, and I said, you know, I'm going to apply to NASA. I'm going to find a job, and and I'm going to apply to NASA. And I remember my mentor one day he asked me, "Hey, sir, how's everything going? When you we're finding a job?" And I said, "Well, I'm only applying to NASA," and he got really mad at me. He was like, "Sir, <laughs> what's that? How's that? You're never gonna get hired on NASA. That's so difficult. You need to apply to other jobs." And I was so right. focused, and I said, "No, I, I. That's what I want. That's my goal. That's that's my goal. That's what I want." And I remember. Um, I was doing my, 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 my studies at the FIU and I was working at FIU. So we had a job fair in Orlando and uh-huh. we had a bus driving us from Miami to Orlando. So you pass by Kennedy Space Center. Uh, and and I'm, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I saw it from the bus and I said, I'm going to work here. And I told yeah, another guy, you know great. what, I'm going to work here. And he was making jokes. Yeah, your new bosses. Uh-huh. Yeah, your new bosses. Right. When I got hired at NASA, he texted me one day and he said, I still remember the day on the bus oh, my gosh. when you said that I'm sure I'm going to work at NASA.
0: That is just so inspiring, Sarah. And Uh, Perfect sort of transition to my next question, because I've been reading a book um, about mindset uh, from a Stanford uh, professor, and it's called Mindset, the New Psychology of Success. And it's all about mindset and how our beliefs, really what we think about our capabilities and what is possible drive our behaviors and the path that we choose in life. So you were confident that that's what you wanted to do and that that was possible for you and that drove you to actually apply for the job and keep going until you got it and so that's so important for women latinos people from diverse backgrounds because working for nasa is like so important and prestigious and it's so critical for humanity only the best go there but the thinking that we can be the best too right Um, But it doesn't come without challenges and setbacks and failures. So share with us how does that mindset has played a role in your journey and any challenges that you had and how you overcame them and and what you learned from them.
1: Well, you know, I always said you are the decisions you make and you are the behavior that you have, right? Like those... Things that you do daily, that's that's what defines who you are and the decisions you make daily, right? So I also believe as an engineer, I believe a lot of physics, right? I love physics. Mm, Of course. And I also think that we're energy. We vibrate, right? Like, Like waves, right? So I believe that depending on the decisions you make, depending on your mindset, depending on, on what you want, you behave and you take decisions based on that. And that is what everything combines makes you get what you really want, right? It's, it's your decisions, Is your behavior, your discipline, is the effort that you put on every single thing, thinking about your goal, what makes you uh, get there one day, it is not immediate. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to yeah. get an immediate reward. But but if, you, if you're if focused on, on something and, you, and everything around you is, is kind of uh, vibrating towards that,
0: I'm pretty sure you're going to get it. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? And there's no shortcut to success. So that's, that's great. So I'm sure there's a lot of interesting work always happening at NASA. Please help us understand, highlight some of the groundbreaking projects uh, or the initiatives that you've been involved with uh, during your time at NASA.
1: Okay, I love working at NASA because NASA is that place that, we, that you said if you dream it, you can make it, right? right. So when I talk uh, with people about, yeah, Moon heart has uh, moon quakes, it's, you know, like shaking. What are we going to do with that? Uh, the lunar dust is very abrasive and it goes inside the mechanisms, inside everything, the, the, the helmets, the wrists, mm. everything, and it can clog up the mechanisms. What are we going to do about that? right? Mm -hmm. Uh, when we think about, okay, what are we gonna do with the trash? The Mm -hmm. the moon doesn't have an atmosphere. So here on earth, we have an atmosphere that protects us from radiation, right? When you put something, whatever you put outside, uh, and and the sun is heating every day. So the materials get cracked, the materials get deteriorated, What are we going to do with our materials on the moon if we don't even have an atmosphere protecting us from radiation?
0: All (laughs) those cracks,
1: all the deterioration of the materials happens because of uh, radiation. What are we going to do about that? Um, How can we recycle uh, our trash? How, what are we going to do with the orbital debris? How can we reutilize if those metals have been already launched and we have satellites that are not operating anymore? We have trash. We have, what are we going to do with that?
0: Right. That's so interesting. I I didn't even think about (laughs) space trash.
1: Exactly. Like, you know, we have to think about that. If if yep. the moon doesn't have water and water is um, is one of the main resources to keep humans alive, where are we mm-hmm. going to get the water from? If launching water is so expensive because water is such a dense uh, liquid and it is so heavy, yeah. so launching water is very expensive. Can we get water from, from the resources of the moon? Can we construct mere ma- ma- houses or construct uh, light power supplies from the resources of the moon. So all those um, questions that uh, pick on your curiosity and, 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 and make you dream about impossible things, that's what we do at NASA. So we're all the time picking the brain of students, um, academic partners, uh private sector and we're like look we need to solve this issue let's do it let's do it as a team mm-hmm. let's start thinking let's start brainstorming how are we gonna do that so they're they're amazing um topics like for example what happens to fire when we don't have gravity what happens mm. to water when we're boiling water what happens with the
0: bubbles if we don't have gravity <laughs> My goodness. That's amazing. So you're talking a lot about the moon. Does that mean there's a lot of effort to make the moon the next livable space for humans? Okay. So NASA is focused on
1: going to Mars. However, if we want to go to Mars, we need to learn how to keep humans alive, how to keep our food you know vegetables and, and cells Still alive. Good. How are we gonna protect ourselves from radiation? Right. Uh, right now, with the technology we have, going from there from Earth to to Mars is is taking us eight months. Right now, it's very difficult to keep an alive cell a, a, a cell alive there, there. with the big radiation that we have to face from here to Mars, right? So to go from earth to Mars and to being able to have people alive and cells from food and everything that we need, water and resources alive. We need to learn that stepping on the moon first. So our step on the moon is to learn what are what are we going to do to mitigate all those risks and then once mm-hmm. we learn once we know how to construct from the using the resources how are we going to uh, get oxygen how are we going to store oxygen what are we going to do right. with the water um you know like communications we need to improve communications as well right, right. now it takes 30 minutes to send signal to mars and another 30 minutes to to bring it back to earth so it's a full hour if an astronaut is on mars and and this person needs help we we don't have
0: yeah. we we can't do it, it right it might now. be too late when we it's learn about be too the late. message <laughs> exactly that's just really fascinating and um just thinking about how we need to challenge our thinking to even solve problems that are not things that we face on earth right So the innovation um, is just really different, right? You're literally doing things that have not been done before. And I'd love uh, to see, you know, Latinos represented, having those amazing discussions. You know, in technology, we have this concept of MVP, minimum viable product, right? Let's do something small. Let's test it. Let's experiment. And once that works, let's expand it. So it sounds like the moon is NASA's MVP, a big undertaking, Right. still something that will tell us how then to learn and get to Mars. So so that's incredible. Thank you for sharing. Such environment, right, where big challenges, big ideas. Um, I wonder about the culture, right? How does an organization like NASA um, sort of form this idea of experimenting, a lot of failures, right? Because you don't know what you don't know, Uh, but you need to keep inspiring people to keep going. There's also cost involved. Um, How does that, how does diversity play a role into it, right? Getting all these diverse perspectives because you're literally impacting everyone on earth, right? Tell us a little bit about that. What is a day like um, when you're working on these amazing projects at NASA? Something about the NASA culture
1: that impacted me a lot when I was a new hire, was the uh, communication, the teamwork, accountability, and how each person has value on the rule, right? Everybody is heard. Everybody, uh, has something to add. There's no bad okay. ideas. The, we don't have crazy ideas. We don't have crazy solutions. Everything could be
0: right. right?
1: Everything could be the reason why things are not working out. So I remember, I always tell this story because I, that impacted me. Uh, it was my second day at NASA and I was invited to a meeting to discuss a failure and, and they were talking, yeah, what happened with this? And, 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 and I, and I, and I just came from university from teaching material Mm -hmm. science and I said i think i think i know what happened to that material and why the material broke but who am i here with a room like with 50 60 people experts yeah airspace experts who am i to say my opinion and then they were talking 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 and i said you know what i'm gonna raise my hand just just because i'm crazy So I raised my hand and and, the, and, I, and I said, well, I believe that what happened was this, this, this. And, and, and another per- person got up and, and he said, yeah, and I think after that happened, this could have happened. Oh. And then another yeah. person, yeah, and, and boom, 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 boom. And then we had a theory of what could have happened. Why? Why that we, we're seeing the, the failure that we were seeing. And, and I was amazed. I was like, wow, who am I? You know, like I'm a Colombian lady with, yeah. with a lot of accent. Immigrant,
0: <laughs> new. <laughs> no, it
1: is my second day at NASA and I was her. Wow. And then I started learning about this NASA culture where we have experts for everything right experts for uh-huh. valves experts for dogs f experts for tribology experts for everything and 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 when you go to one of these experts hey can i learn about corrosion people is so happy to show you people is so ah uh, happy to get you engaged and to learn from them uh-huh. there's not um like jealousy there's not Uh, Like, no, you're not going to learn what I'm doing because you're going to take... job security. Yeah. No, like, people is happy to share. People is is happy to to see other people learning. We even have a program. When you're a new hire at NASA, we have a program that is called PIP. PIP stands for um, Professional internship program something like that
0: mm-hmm. might be wrong
1: but something like that uh so the big program what you have to do when you when you're a new hire is you get hired by your home organization let's say communications mm-hmm. right but okay. you can rotate for six months to three different organizations so you learn mm. so you're hired and you don't go you don't go to your home organization. You go for okay. th- three months or six months to this organization, then you rotate to another organization, then yeah. you rotate to our organization, and then you come and you learn about your home organization and, and, and they start right. learning for your for the role that you got hired for, right? Yeah. But when you start learning about your home organization, you already know how NASA looks like from different organizations. And you already have those bridges built from people that is going to help you forever in your career. Because you make those bridges and, and you're like, wow, I still talk a lot with the people from my rotation.
0: Right. Yeah. You build the relationships early on. You learn more about how your job impacts other parts of the organization. So I love uh, that aspect of, you know, on your second day you spoke up, you were hurt, and I'm sure that led you to speak up even more, right? Because now you know that it's okay, right, to speak up, and it takes a lot of courage and, you know, that bold move and raising your hand. So hopefully that's already very inspiring to our listeners Um, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. You can be in a room full of NASA experts and your voice is important, right? You can still um, make your voice heard. So along those same lines, and you already provided some advice, uh, but what other advice you have for uh, Latino professionals or anyone who feels that maybe they don't fit into the traditional career mold, right? Especially their aiming to you know have these ambitious goals of let's go to Mars or let's learn about living you know in the earth and maybe discuss the importance of mentorship and sponsorship that maybe sometimes our community um, doesn't pay attention to.
1: Yeah, I have a lot, a lot to say about that and, and the main thing is, don't ask for advice to Hispanics that haven't done mm. it cuz we all made that. So we go and we ask uh, hey, do you know how can I validate my career when it, and, and I asked that question to too many people that have never done that. Uh, right? That they used to work, you know, in restaurants or or doing something but not their professional, their their, their careers right. from our countries. And we believe yeah. that our careers, our our learning uh, our what we have learned from our countries is not gonna be valid here. It's not gonna have value here, <laughs> right? But it's not that case. I even remember when I was in Miami, asking everywhere, "Hey, how can I become an engineer in the U.S.?" I asked everybody, everybody that I knew. I never got an answer. I even contacted a newspaper, a Hispanic newspaper in Miami and I asked them, and I asked so many times that they said, you know, like you're getting us crazy. We are going to set up a meeting to explain how people can do that. So I, I, I went to the meeting and the final message was start a new career. Forget about your career Mm -hmm. and why don't you start a technical career here? So being a technical career or doing an associate that can be easier for Mm -hmm. you is going to give you money immediately and it's going to be easy. Right. And I was so disappointed and I said, I'm sure it can be more than that. it has got to be a way. It has to be a way that I can validate my career from Colombia here in the U.S. And I'm going to find out how. So I remember I used to send messages in, 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 to those um, actresses and, and actors, and <laughs> that they have those. Anyone. Everybody that they have those uh, grants and help to go to school and things like that. Right. I never got a reply back from anybody. Uh oh. And I also remember I, was, I, I used to call to FIU, the university that I went to. And I was, hey, from Colombia, uh, engineer, (laughs) and they were like, what, what? No, I'm sorry. I can't understand. No, no, in both. And I was like, oh my gosh, how can I, you know, make me, (laughs) make them to understand me. And, and, and I went to the university and house with my hands, half speaking English. I was able to get (laughs) enrolled and, and I was able to, to be part of what I wanted. Right. So get advice from, from people that has done it. That's the key. You you, don't, don't ask cause, cause you're going to get a lot of you. You're going to see a lot of doors closed. You're going to get a lot of advice that is going to make you feel disappointed and make you feel that you're never going to do it when it's not the reality. You can do it. If, yeah. you're, if you're dreaming, it's because you can do it.
0: Just go and find the way. I love that, yeah. uh, go and find the way. And I feel like that's sort of the values as Latinos, that tenacity that I don't care how many messages I've sent, and how many nos I got, there's gotta be a way and I'm gonna find it. And you did, and look at the difference it made. So the persistence, the determination, the tenacity and the quality of people that we surround ourselves with, right? How do we find those people who have actually done what we're trying to achieve so that we can get some valid advice? So that that's great. Thank you for that, Sarah. So I guess let's let's switch to technology, because that's sort of, you know, my field and what we do at Mass Global. What are some of those most significant uh sort of technological or scientific advancements that we can expect in the sort of space technology uh, industry in the years ahead and there's definitely a lot of discussion nowadays around artificial intelligence i'm also curious about how is nasa seeing ai uh impacting positively hopefully uh your mission
1: okay there's there's a lot uh that that we're going to see in the years ahead i expect a lot uh, a lot of advancement in construction communication robotics um, because the aerospace uh, field is gonna be in so much need of all those things right and and i think the aerospace um community is putting a lot of effort on this and and, and we're gonna see a technology revolution on these topics this is that's how i see it communication robotics um and, and and that comes with artificial intelligence of course teaching a, a machine how to get the information and take decisions uh, mm-hmm. For example, if we think about investigating the human body in the space where we don't have yeah. the, the, the gravity effects, uh, how can we deliver drugs easily? How can Safe. we test the cells easier? For example, um, if you are prone to have a disease, right, and you go to space, the effect of not having gravity is gonna accelerate your cells faster so you're gonna get more chances to develop that disease that helps science a lot because they can test drugs on cells and get the results ways faster than experiments here on earth right so teaching a machine about how this drug is doing in different bodies, in different cells, in different blood ta- types, or you know, that, that's gonna be that's gonna bring so much benefit to humanity, to all of us. For I expect to have the a cure for cancer. I expect to have a cure for Alzheimer's. I expect okay. to have a cure for um What's the name of that? Mm, multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. So, nice. yeah. And, and some other uh, diseases that are affecting humans right now, I expect to see cure for those
0: thanks to uh, aerospace and space That's fascinating because we're always thinking about, well, are we going to learn how to live somewhere else because we might not have a nurse? A livable Earth, right? With climate change and everything that's happening, but yes, you're working on that. But at the same time, all the innovation that you have going on can actually impact, you know, longevity and healthcare outcomes. So that is really amazing, and I'm just so proud of you, Sarah, being part of of such uh, impactful work that that is really great. So you are a mom like me, right? And there's so many challenges in the world right global economy macroeconomic issues there's war going on um there's climate change and then we deal with our own jobs the pressures of being you know a mom and supporting our families and being an immigrant it's just a lot in stress and depression and those are very real issues so i wonder how you deal with all of that work life balance integration wellness what advice do you have for other people having such high demanding jobs like you do
1: so i believe i have what i have seen in my life is i cannot mix i cannot mix my job with my kids that that's that's an explosion right so i know exactly the time that i need to be working so i'm working and the time that i need to be at home i'm full At home i'm not half working with my phone and 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 playing with my kids at the same time no no so i i have the limits very defined right working time and being a mom so Mm -hmm. that's one thing and the other thing is being grateful being grateful for the efforts that you do value what you do being grateful for the people that is around you for your team being grateful for your kids, being grateful for having health, for, for having your house, for having warm water. I keep telling my, my kids, we have to be grateful for having light, for having electricity. You know, how many engineers and scientists and, and people uh, has worked so we can live that comfortable. We need to be grateful for everything. If you're not grateful, you can easily fall into depression. But if you're grateful, yep. you're gonna find joy in small things, like daily things, right? Like uh, watching a movie in your bed with your kids, uh, going to trick or treating with them. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, so that all that comes from being grateful, and 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 also, for example, in, in our uh, job environment, you need to be grateful for people, what people is doing. What people is contributing, every advice, nobody launches a rocket by, by themselves, by, you know, herself or himself, right? So it's everything because we are in a community. So we, as humans, we are such a social species. So if we don't live with our social clues and skills and, and lives, we can easily fall In depression. So I think that being grateful is the key.
0: I just absolutely love that. Uh, I was reading the other day that if you train your brain to find those things to be grateful for, like every day, the minute you wake up, three things that I'm grateful for. And then your brain sort of gets into this habit of finding those things that you should be grateful for. And it just changes your perspective on things. So thank you for, for that advice. And so coming to an end here, you know, the theme of our podcast is mass impact, and, and driving diversity in technology and in business. And you and I have so much in common, right? Being, you know, from Medellin, Colombia, being immigrants, finding a way to do what we wanted to do, even though we heard a lot of no's in the way, right? We're both engineers, you know, mechanical engineer, I'm a software engineer, And we're both here in this country trying to contribute, right? And and give the world a better place. So I guess the question is, how do you pay it forward, right? Uh, How do you uh, create mass impact in your community and around you? And how can you inspire other people to do the same?
1: So the first thing that uh, shocked me in this country was when... When I got enrolled in the university, I didn't have money to pay for a university here. So I pay only for one class after everything I did to get enrolled. I didn't even have the money to pay for the university. So my husband and I, we, we were able to save the money to pay for one class. In that class, when I, when I enrolled the university, uh, I was knocking on the doors for different professors at the university and saying, Hey, I want to be part of your research, uh, team as a volunteer. Mm -hmm. So I started as a volunteer for that semester with one of my uh, professors. I I love him. He, you know, he changed my life. And well, and he gave me the opportunity to start volunteering with him. And after six months, I I asked him, eh, do you have any opportunities for me to work as part of your, your research team? And he said, Sarah, I'm not only going to um, hire you on my research team, but I'm also going to pay for your classes. So he oh paid my for gosh. my career. And now from NASA, I have paid for the career for too many kids and students that work with him and work with other professors. So I find the resources internally at NASA to propose these projects in collaboration with the universities. And we are able to pay the tuition for these uh, students. And they're from Colombia. From India, from China, so I know how difficult it is for them. But I love when they they they're able to come to our labs and work with us, or even when they cannot be on site with us, so they're working with us from the university in these amazing projects, picking up their creativity and 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 being heard and being accountable. So. So I think that 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 makes me feel so good cuz I know what that meant for me and mm-hmm. I know the impact that we're doing in their lives. So 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 yeah, that's one of the things. And also <laughs> I I love to talk with students. I I like to tell my story, teach them and and encourage them to to learn English and 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 tell them the story how I was able to make my career here using my degree from Colombia. So I have uh, talked with
0: so many kids and students. I, I love doing that. That is just so beautiful, Sarah. I'm just really, genuinely very, very inspired. And I've heard your story before, but today I learned so many like little pieces of it that are so impactful. I mean, the fact that you had so much determination to get to college, right? But then you didn't even have the money, but that didn't stop you. So I'm going to start with one class. I'll figure out the rest later. And then you you know firsthand the impact that it has when someone like your professor gives you a chance, right? And so now when we sort of made it, right, and we're leading companies or you are doing amazing things at NASA to really figure out ways to us being that person to give somebody else a chance, you know, and then that person is going to be grateful and hopefully they will give somebody else a chance. And it's just such a beautiful circle of life. Uh, You know, at mass, we love to say juntos, somos más." together we are more. And that's what happens, right? When we we see, you know, the impact that we can have in other people's lives. So thank you, gracias so much for sharing, not only your story, but your passion is just so evident in everything you do. I'm sure our listeners learn so much from you and hopefully everyone is living here. Inspired, energized, uh, you know, if people like Sarah can make it and can be part of such incredible, impactful things for humanity, then so can kind you. Of right? Anyone from any diverse background, regardless of where you are, your um, background, or where you were born, or or what you're trying to do. If you put in the effort, if you find the quality of people that you need to mentor you, to sponsor you, and you are determined then you can definitely get there. So gracias, Sarah, and I uh, hope to see you again soon. Gracias. Thank you for listening to our Mass Impact Podcast sponsored by Mass Global. I hope you're inspired to have more impact on your organizations, your community, and your own journey. Connect with me on LinkedIn for more valuable content And visit our sponsor's website at massglobalconsulting.com to explore how we help clients innovate while we drive diversity in tech. Juntos, let's shape a world where inclusion and success go hand in hand.